Excellence. Canada's only late night talk show and the greatest podcast ever gets started in a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario, bar none. Bar none. And we are coming to you tonight from the the bowels of Spiky Ball Studio in the Dutch Hall. And uh, we are having a great show tonight. We have a guest that came all the way from across the world, North Africa. (laughs) And uh, then he came to Canada and then to our show. Eh? More, more or less. 
He made a huge journey. That's a long way. In order to pursue a dream in Canadian comedy, why would you choose this country for comedy? We will find that out from our guest, AJ Bate, tonight. But I got, I got, I'm excited. I'm a little distracted. I got a lot of things on my mind because I'm going to uh, vacation. Yeah. It's a big deal. As our listeners have said to me since we started this program that we need to uh, send our people to explore the world and report back and tell what they see. It's important. Right. So uh, I am doing my part by going away. And at the time that this show airs, I'll be floating around the Caribbean Sea in a catamaran where I've been cooped up for probably uh, for five days at this point in time. And I may or may not have eaten one of the passengers and I may or may not have uh, uh, you know, uh, upset my wife in an irre irreversible way that is never gonna allow me to maybe even do the show anymore. This could be the end of everything. You know, chances At the time that this show's going, that you're watching this, there's a good chance that my life is ruined at this point in time. Okay? That's exactly what could happen. Yeah, it could be that, or it could be having a great time. Sure. You know, and one or the other could be happening right now because this is in the future. It's a future that's uncertain, future. Michael. Uncertain. Anyways, we only we have a really good show. There's a few people missing in the nocturnal emissions, but you know what? They sounded great, and that's why we're the greatest. Uh, uh, we we're the greatest. What are we? Are what are we? Woo, we're the greatest band in podcast history. Oh, the greatest podcast history. ever come out of Pulshed in Pine Grove, Ontario, because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history, the Nocturnal Emissions, hey. everybody. And they're comprised this week of on lead vocals and lead guitar. That's Steve, the reluctant German, everybody. He's in the middle there. And on rhythm and backup vocals, it's our band leader. My cousin, the beautiful Michael Bow, everyone. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And tickling the skins in the corner, that fellow over there, he's our CRTC required Frenchman. He's our French tickler, Kev Belanger, everybody. And behind the bar there, that's our bartender. That's the announcer you heard introduce me earlier. He's also uh, my fashion consultant. We'll talk about that in a bit. It's my brother, Paul Van Dyke. And uh, beside him, this is bartender, what do you call him, uh, 1B? What do you say, Paul? 1B. What? 1B. 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 Beaver Van Hooten, everyone. Hey, now we already told you about our guest. That's AJ Bay sitting right beside me. How'd you feel about that, guys? That was good. Yeah. That was good. Can people still see me? See you because of Michael? Come here. You want to shoot your chair in? I don't know. Like, Come here, me, buddy. You want me to go over in West's spot? I don't, want to be here I don't know. Are you right in front of AJ? Yeah. Because if you are, then can we can... I think people... When you just shove cheek, man. All right, man. I was just going to make a comment, but go ahead. Oh, there goes Mike. Aw, Michael's gone now. Because AJ was too lazy to move his seat. And now he's moving it anyways. <laughs> See, now we've accomplished nothing. Hey, hey, but I'm I can right. see Mike better. Hey, Mike. Hi, I'm in West. I like this better. Okay. Because I can see you. Change, change, change. I like it. Anyways, guys, we're here live from the Dutch Hall. It's a big night. We have uh, a guest here today. Now, we had a, anticipated doing a whole program 
about uh, uh, big changes that are happening with Live from the Dutch Hall. There's a big announcement that I'm eager to make, but I cannot make this announcement because Dave Charters, the rooster, the man that writes music for the show, uh-huh. is not here. And, 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 and uh, I, I wanted the entire cast of Live from the Dutch Hall to be together when I make this big announcement. So um, I've been waiting, I've been holding off. And then Charters, uh, one week doesn't come, two weeks doesn't come, uh, th- three, right? It turned into three because yep. there was two last week, so that's the third. And then this is now the fourth show fourth. consecutive. That's a month. A month of program. If you didn't show up for work in a month, <laughs> you know. So we made a rule last week, and I don't think it was, uh, we couldn't wait for everyone to be here to make the rule, but it was unanimous amongst the group where we said, if you miss a month of shows, you're fired. You're no longer part of this group. You know, you can't call yourself a member of the team if you don't come for a month of the year for no reason, you're not injured or nothing like that, you just put us at the bottom of your priority list. Well, I'm telling you what, Mr. Charters, I'm gonna give you one hour, now less, 45 minutes really, because we've already had the opening, I've been jibber-jabbering for a bit. Now, you have about 45 minutes. If you do not show up for this program between now and the end of this program, we have said it last week, we said what we're gonna do. You, my friend, are fired from the nocturnal emissions, fired from live from the Dutch Hall, wow. you're no longer a, a part of this program. That's that is a, a serious allegation. This is a serious consequence, Michael. That's a doozy. But we said it last week. You really are. You, you said it. Are you going to be one of those uh, people who like do idle threats? No, I feel bad enough about missing two weeks, let yeah. alone a fucking month. Yeah, you're right. Huh? You're right. It upsets you too, right? Yeah. yeah somebody's not going to be happy with their you know what? returns. Steve, <laughs> Steve had to like be, be burden the weight yeah. of charters not being here, right? See you, Dave. Yeah, guess what, Dave? Steve sings like a fucking angel. <laughs> Suck it. What you do is you, you expose, you make other people show their skills, and when they do that, we find less and less need for you. <laughs> and that's uh, what you've done is you're, all, you've, you're making your own problems here, Charters, you know? Now, there has been a lot of rumors about Dave going on. I don't know if you guys have heard it. Have you heard any of the rumors? No. About how this may not just be him, you know, busy or whatever, that maybe Charters uh, has some plans for uh, his own program. Wow. His own spinoff show. Well, I don't even know if it's a spinoff show. It's a renegade show because I'm not endorsing it whatsoever. Wow. I would not endorse a program hosted by Dave Charles, of course, because it would be horribly boring. It would be the worst show ever. We've all heard him, <laughs> right? He's uninteresting. I would suggest that his program should be called Slightly More Interesting Than Paint Drying. <laughs> slightly more. And the only reason it's slightly more interesting is you can't believe a human could be that boring. Like, that's the interesting part about it, right? Anyways, it's not as much fun when Charles is in here, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that it breaks true. my heart a little bit if we're going to have to fire him because now I'm going to have to turn to picking on Steve. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> We had listeners for years that would say, fuck charters, and a, char- a rooster sucks balls. Remember that? Yeah, there's lighters yeah. even. Yeah, there was a huge, uh, even now people will provide feedback. And um, 
And uh, they'll provide, they'll do that, and uh, charters will uh, uh, get a little shout out at the end, saying like, "Go fuck yourself" or whatever. Yeah. We had some bits and bites someone uh, made for us, <laughs> and they put uh, uh, "fuck charters" on the inside of it. Yeah, on a there's a note paper. right in there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's a it's turned into being a bit of a language amongst the listeners alive from the Dutch Hall to insult Dave. Now, if we fire him, they're going to have to insult Steve because I can't have them insult uh, Michael. He's my cousin and my flesh and blood. <laughs> you know, that same blood runs through Wes's veins too. Yeah, and Wes isn't here tonight. Number one, strike one against Wes. Strike one. He will get four strikes, Wes. <laughs> You're good. You got lots of time. You got three more, three more <laughs> strikes you get. But, uh, Charles, you're, you're... Tick-tock. Tick-tick-tock, yeah. mother scratcher. Michael's taking a crop off. He takes maybe a week off. Yeah. Sometimes two, but that's only once for crop, once for marriage. Yeah, you don't, exactly. Right? Those are two pretty important things. Yeah, crop and And uh, what you've done, Dave, is, is, is uh, used family. Uh, vagary, mostly. It's vagary. It's not specific, eh? Yeah. Lots going on. Schedule. Yeah, yeah. You know what you're doing? He's plotting to have this most boring podcast in the history of all podcasts. That's what I think is <laughs> happening. And I, I, I'm like, Charles, if this is what you're cooking up, it's a bad idea. But I'm hoping you'll get this out of your system. I'm hoping you'll come back and uh, visit us at least in the future uh, if you can't make it tonight. But you have an hour, so go at it. Anyways, I want to say we started the show tonight with the Smokey Robinson song, Track of My Tears. That's right. Right? And uh, there's another Smokey Robinson song called um, Tears of a Clown, yep. mm-hmm. right? Now, they're the same song. <laughs> they're not, they're, they're, they sound completely different from one another. I appreciate that. <laughs> but the actual like, message of the song is the same in both of them, right? Yes. It's that the guy seems like he's happy, but really inside he's like not happy. He's That's blue. Right. I thought it was like women look ugly when they cry with makeup on. <laughs> what? You think that because uh, like clowns like because they have makeup and like the tears run down, it just looks like the you know looks terrible on them. No. No, that's not what that is. No, the tears of a clown. It it uh, it's like more tragic because he's supposed to be happy, but he's not. He's sad. Oh, that thing. Yeah. Okay. It's like when comics kill themselves. Comics kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's like the tears of a clown. Man, that's. Uh... I don't know if we should be talking about this in church. Like this is. Does <laughs> this weird you out to be in church? Uh, I've never been to a church ironically before. What are you talking about ironically? Like you know, because let's be honest, like nobody look, looks like they're here for church. So. <laughs> well, we're in the basement. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, it's, isn't this where they cook up all the stuff? Yeah, that's they have sweet, to say on Sundays. Well, sweet buns. No, we'll come out, have a reception. We'll uh, celebrate uh, maybe after we have a baptism or something like that. You come down here. We'll have a nice uh, ham bun. Yeah, maybe rejoice. some uh, sweet pickles yeah, on the side. Maybe after, a, fun, maybe after a funeral upstairs in the church, after we've uh, said goodbye to a cherished loved one, we come down here and we uh, share some uh, nice uh, pastries made by the, by the women from the Legion. Yeah, or the Knights uh. of Columbus. <laughs> oh, that was, well, this wasn't a Catholic church. Oh yeah, well, that's right. We have to we have to remember that uh, we're in competition with Father Al across the road. Yeah, he used to be our guy. They're right? working a program over there. Yeah, there. I we were, me and Michael are raised Catholic. Mm. Uh, even Stephen was raised Catholic. That's true. Uh, Kevin, were you raised Catholic? You're a Frenchman. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a hard no. I'd say. 
Paul was raised Catholic. And uh, Beaver, you raised Catholic. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and basically, we all went to the church down the road, same road. And now we don't. And, but not now, because I own this one. <laughs> and we're trying to uh, outdraw Father Al down the road, you know? Like, he used to be a decent guy. He married me and my wife. But now... Uh, you just backstabbed him. I'm competing with them. I'm trying to get a. Uh, I want. I want to get a copy of the Catholic Book of Worship so we can record it. That's what I really want. Hey, Pete, he's a little curious. I'm, I tell you, open invitation, Al. Yeah, he's. he's a curious. He's wondering what you're up to. Well, I'm gonna go. We we, we might have to have some uh, church games. Yeah. We're gonna have yes. to like go after the uh, the Catholics down the street. Let's try to outdo them. See what they got going on. We'll one up them. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you got? Like a resurrection. Let's see what we can do. You know what I mean? I got time. It's a couple of months, right? As he's sipping from his chalice. Have you ever... Is Ash Wednesday done? What? No. Uh, you know what no? Ash Wednesday is? No. AJ, you know what Ash Wednesday is? I don't know if I've made it clearer, but I do not know anything about church. Yeah, but you... Well, I'll tell you what Ash Wednesday is. Specifically Catholic. Mm. Is uh, Only the Catholics do this. They're mm-hmm. the only ones. And like it's like six weeks before... Easter, which is when Jesus rises from the dead, mm-hmm. they um, they rub uh, oh uh, they rub burnt palms yep. from the year before. So like the idea is, you know, when they on Palm Sunday they threw palms in front of Jesus's donkey or whatever. No, I've never heard of that story. No, <laughs> I don't think. It's, yeah, that's what happened. Like a crash course in Catholic. Yeah. Get the rundown here. So this is what happens. This is what the Catholics do. All right. They, there was this story where they threw some palms down in front of in front of Jesus when he was coming into town or whatever, and they were all going like, "Hey, Jesus, we think you're a great guy. Your donkey shouldn't even walk on this shit ground. Mm. We're gonna put some palms down so your donkey." He walks on like nice stuff, right? Keeps his feet clean. I don't think these people know what luxury is, because like, like palms are uh, very back hard in those days. That was a big deal, buddy. All right, man. I you got. Yeah, that was a big deal. The story already, but go ahead. <laughs> so, anyways, what they do is they take those palms. They wait a year, because like a week later they killed them, right? They, <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. It was only just, five days. Just, you go from walking palms to fucking death. It's yeah, kind that's of an extreme. <laughs> they're fickle. Fickle. Are you it's calling like the a, Jews fickle? It's like an M- Is that the Shyamalan movie? Go ahead. No, back. Uh, it's no question the Jews were fickle. Like they went from like thinking he was a cool guy to mm. to uh, killing him pretty quick. Like yeah. That's uh, <laughs> I don't know what's up there, eh? So, anyways. Uh, uh, what happened? Oh, so what they did is they wait, they wait for, they take the palms from Palm Sunday, they wait a year, mm-hmm. then they burn them mm-hmm. six weeks before the next Easter, mm-hmm. and then uh, they rub, they rub the burnt ashes on your forehead and make yeah. a cross. Yeah. And then if you, and then you have to walk around with the ashes on your head, and if you wipe it off, then you go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you did, Michael, when they wiped it on your head? That's pretty much exactly what my mom told me. Don't wipe it off like, your you head. You go to sleep with those fuckers on. Yeah. You and better. And I would just like roll on the hoping. Yeah, you wake up and you're like, do I still have some? Hopefully. <laughs> All right. You might be still going. You don't want to even wash it up in the shower. You're like, you put a bag on your head when you go in the shower. You still got ash on that. <laughs> it's I like as it. you're suffocating. It's my <laughs> sister's middle name because of that. Yeah, she's born around Ash Wednesday. Her middle name is Ash Wednesday? It's Ashley. Oh, really? Oh. Because of Ash Wednesday. Oh. That's how Catholic my parents were. Wow. 
Or are. Are, are, yeah. yeah. Are. They love God, hate the devil. You know, um, uh, the, uh, but like when you see people that are just walking around like in like the city with a business suit on and like ashes on their forehead, <laughs> it seems like it's silly. Odd. Silly, right? Yeah. Particularly like, with the sign of the cross, yeah. Yeah, well, because like you're wearing a suit and you're supposed to be all serious and then you got <laughs> smudge on your face. It's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. And what he can talk to you with a straight face. You know what they do in Catholic Church when they um, baptize you? They uh, they rub this oil on you, right? They want to rub this oil on, on you. The baby or the parents. No, on the person being baptized, which is mostly a baby, but you can be baptized too. I can make you Catholic. Not me, but like I can find a <laughs> no, priest. I don't, I, don't, I don't really trust your sources. But go ahead. <laughs> I'll make you like whatever this is, this religion that I'm whatever, building. Yeah, this cult. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. AJ wants in on the cult. Eh? He's very curious. I really, yeah, I'm really enjoying I don't really think we should call it a cult, though. I think a cult, if you call it a cult, then people are, get the wrong impression, eh? <laughs> what would you like to call a cult leader? You're thinking like a cult leader already. You're yeah, changing names. No, no, yeah. I don't know what I can... I think a cult leader, there's some things... Like we talked about this in text before the show, right? Mm, mm. You, like I would say a cult leader, you got to be uh, char like a, charismatic enough to build a movement, right? Which you are. Maybe. There's an argument for you're that. Already, you're already talking about firing people, so that's charismatic. Yeah. You're a uh, I am a, I'm a tyrant. Yeah, well, I mean, same. That's the thing. And, Even tyrants uh, need to be charming, you know? You can't just... Yeah. And then... Uh, I fell off the train of that. What were you talking You're talking about having other women. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You should be... If you're a, a true cult leader, you mm -hmm. end up banging lots of girls. Or maybe, like I said, or maybe you just... You have to be picky. You just can't willy-nilly just fuck everybody that moves around you, you know? That's what most cult leaders do, though. That's the benefits of being a cult leader, is you do get a lot of pussy. And that's um, something that I have not achieved at all with this uh, cult, if you call it a cult. And uh, I, I feel it's just like a disappointment. Like That would be the part, if I was going to be a cult leader, I would look forward to that part the most. All that part the most. It's the good part, right? Once you get bored of it, you just kill everybody and yourself? That's what it is. Yeah, that's how it ends, right? They always yeah, end in bloodbath, right? I've written the story for you, yeah. It always ends that way. This is going great, actually, yeah. Go ahead. So we should, we should I, AJ, I was trying to hold you as a big surprise guest because we got a lot, a lot I want to get to you with. Oh I find you to be an interesting, uh, interesting God, person. Right. I really want to dig in deep to it. But before we get to our guest, AJ Bate, we have to get to a segment we call Feedback. We got, we got feedback. It's feedback. Welcome to feedback. We got feedback. Norpak. The beef people. Oh, Paul was on it today. Good job, Paul. Uh, our our uh, show is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to. Uh, Go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on either of our Amazon banners. You can do your shopping, and a little bit of that money's going to come back and help the show instead of helping that bald guy, uh, you know, take pictures of his dick or whatever he's doing, right? <laughs> so uh, the other thing is you can do is, uh, who else we got sponsoring our show? Oh, Van Dyke Party Services? Oh, yeah. Let's face facts, people. Uh, you and your friends, you're not that much fun. You're not that interesting. Uh, most of the parties you have are you might as well just stay at home and watch The Bachelorette. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sounds which terrible. I, which, which I don't know. 
uh, I can't watch that show without yelling horror at the TV. I don't know how to. Eh? Just horror. Yeah, yeah, and then my wife says, I can't enjoy the show with you yelling horror at the TV all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, um, damn it, man. I can't enjoy it without doing that. Yeah, it's a real tricky one. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to find common yeah, ground on this. Yeah, there are like very few things that can be ruined by not seeing the word whore, you know? It's, yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's really fun. It's, it's one so of my all-time favorite words, man. It's yeah. so fun. <laughs> I'm glad you got that out of your system, though. Good. Yeah. Anyways, I'm not, not allowed to, to say that. Um, so we have uh, lots of feedback. We get it from <laughs> all over the internet. We got one uh, from Ella. You know Ella Steppa Jones? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ella Steppa Jones. Yeah. We will not ever refer to her as Ella Steppa the way Charters mm. wants to because if he doesn't show up, he's fired. That's right. Okay? So uh, we'll be calling you by your proper name, Ella Steppa Jones. And she commented Nocturnal Emissions, top notch. Whether it's the Foos or the Monkeys, the house band always surprises, impresses, and entertains. Not a big deal. Eh? I'll take it. <laughs> Do you think that that's a pretty good uh, piece of feedback? Eh? Yeah. Awesome feedback. How about this one? This one here, Michael, is I'm going to use the I'm going to use uh, I'm going to I'm going to uh, quote it directly. It's interest share commented. Der post ger flat mirror bush down mal insir platform, huh? I don't know what that means. You didn't hawk, it, hawk up enough of <laughs> the Yeah, there you go. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I'll tell you right now, uh, thank you. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think. Or go fuck yourself. One of those two <laughs> is, uh, is coming your way. And, uh, you know, we got some, uh, someone on live from the Dutch Hall at uh, gmail.com. He sent us a... Uh, a piece, an email, to give us feedback for last week. And I just have to find it. No, it's just because I'm... At Live from the Dutch Hall, we just pretend we know Dutch. That's why we get confused by real Dutch messages. <laughs> Good point. Good point, Michael. Next time, Michael. send in the English. Translate. Streams out. Internet. You want to start feedback from the beginning? Okay, welcome back to feedback. We got feedback. Sorry, the interweb kicked us right in the old dong, but we are back. Uh, we got a piece of uh, feedback from Kevin Van Dungeon. Kevin Van Dungeon, a longtime fan of the show. He gave us uh, this message with regard to, um, with regard to uh, the part one of the Survivor. Uh, what was it called? The, the 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 swimsuit Survivor show that we did. Yep. Hello, men. Really enjoyed part one of the Hot Broad Survivor. <laughs> I like his name better. Shorter. Me. Hot Broad Survivor yeah. really gets to the point. Yeah. Straightforward. Yeah. I think we can learn a lot about word efficiency from <laughs> Esther Van Dungeon. I think so. <laughs> and um, 
I especially like the elimination where your bartender, who clearly needs no introduction. Paul, you hear that? No introduction. He was anxious to get rid of the donkey woman. <laughs> Perhaps it's some PTSD. I hope it makes... I hope this makes him laugh because I know that big fucker could kick my ass. Uh, anyhow, keep up the good work and Norpak. The beef people. Yeah. I hope someone says the beef people. And that's for Kevin Van Dungeon. You know, Kevin, I like that. You're the listener of the week. Whoa. You're the listener of the week. Something like that. It's your, it's your week. week, Kevin. And it does make me get to the point that I wanted to get to which is to point out my brother's shirt. Now, another thing we're going to miss, <laughs> another thing we're going to miss about Dave Dave Charters on this program is that uh, he he wears ridiculous things on purpose. He does something stupid every week for the point of to give me the opportunity to trash him on the show. You know, mm. like he he does it. It's so obvious, you know. He's he's like like there's no exactly. in their right mind. No one in their right mind is going to wear a gold chain. Uh, like a, uh, like a like a like a jogging Adidas suit with a dress. zipper, you know, like a jo- like a Adidas jogging yeah. suit kind of thing, but no shirt underneath and just like a gold chain, you know. Like a Russian mobster. Yeah, he looked like Russian. a a Russian mobster, but yeah. in Burford. Not like a Polish mobster. Polish so mobster. Yeah. No, the technicalities. Okay, I'm sorry. Thick, thick, pol- <laughs> thick Polak. Yeah, thick, thick, thick. Really unsightly. Yeah. He's giving you material, though, for, your, for the show. I know. It's nice of him. Right? So now that we're kicking him off the show for his, uh, his in, insolence, mm. we have... Guess, guess what I think. Who shows up with his T-shirt on? Look at that. Uh, yes. My brother. Fucks given, fucks given zero? Fucks given zero. That's the back. His, he's number zero. <laughs> his time. name is Fucks Given. Fucks Given. Okay? Zero Fucks Given. Fucks Given Stevens. Number zero on your programs... Fuck's given. Fuck's given, everybody. Hey. And, uh, <laughs> on the front of his shirt, it just says heathen. <laughs> heathen. That's what a heathen, heathen, heathen would say. Yeah, yeah. Do you know in a, you're in a church? You're talking about being in a church? <laughs> Look at this guy. He's wearing a shirt that says fuck like on heathen, it. Yeah. <laughs> and he says heathen right on his shirt. Like he's like thumbing his nose right in God's yeah, face. <laughs> Father Al, whatever his name is, is going to be really more yeah. mad. Yeah, What's Father Al's not going to be happy yeah, with no, what we're not, doing here. This seems blasphemous to me. Yeah. I don't know if this is appropriate. Anything what we're doing. I don't, I really what you did, it, was you really shone a light on it, AJ. Uh, you, yeah. shone, you shone a light on, our, yeah, well, on what I mean, we're doing here, and I don't know if you'll... Shed, yeah. You know what? Uh, Charter's never brought this up, and I thought he was a religious man. Yeah. Yeah. But he never brought it up that we're being no. blasphemous. No, he better go for another Eucharist. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe he saved his own soul from being away from us. Maybe and this was too much. That's why I'm here today. Maybe. Is to tell you that <laughs> go back to following Jesus. Cause well, you're here to tell who? My audience? Everybody involved today, yes. <laughs> You're anti my fucking message? <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is an unprecedented thing. Hey, don't thing. forget, zero fucks given. Yeah, this way. Oh. <laughs> that, that was a test and you failed. See, there you go. Paul, I'm saying to you, if you keep this up with those kind of shirts, you can replace That's another reason I don't need chairs. Right now, we have everyone can hate Steve. We can all make fun of Paul's dumb shirts he's going to make up every week. Now, where would you, where could you wear that shirt? Anywhere. 
You go grocery shopping with your kids. You got a shirt that says zero fucks given on the back of it. Me and Miles holding hands crossing the street. (laughs) Really? Well, man, I I believe that to be true, actually. I I just came from hockey. Really? You wore that to hockey? No. No, there's certain shirts you'll only wear to the Dutch Hall, right? Yeah. Like, I have this shirt that says booze, tobacco, dope, pussy, cars on it. I got it 25 years ago. Oh, that sounds about right, yeah. It still fits. And it's in not too bad shape. I wore it. Yeah, you, you, you have lost a lot of weight, though. You look great, man. It, well, it's, I have a cancer, eh? And then... Uh, <laughs> All right, great. Uh, <laughs> is, uh, I'm very happy to be here, guys. Uh, yeah. I eat so we have my uh, <laughs> body, you know? Yeah, hearty, har, har. Anybody have any coke or anything? Just mix it up with the- AJ just caught on fire. Yeah, uh, sorry. Literally. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, Paul, thank you very much for taking that place to charge. We really got it covered. We have everything covered. Mm. Uh, his voice. Uh, my dad sent me a message saying that his voice will not be missed. Oh, Man, that's oh, wow. Willie coming in hot. You deep. know what? He didn't send me that message, but I can anticipate he would be okay <laughs> with coming. that. You would love for your dad to send you that message. Yeah, he would be okay with that message being. I, I know I'm speaking on behalf of him, which is uncalled for. <laughs> I'm doing it for the last half an hour. From what I know of the man, he's fine with that statement. He's, there's gonna be not, it's not going to be brought up at the next din- dinner that we're together. <laughs> He's going to be like just a, just a slight nod where he mm. just acknowledges proud that me and him. I'm proud of you, son. Yeah, I'm proud of you. You understand me and I understand you. We get each other. This is a special moment. And the less that is said, the better between us. Because that's how we can show our love for one another is to never Talk. look at each other in the eye or touch each other. <laughs> he only makes out with Paul. Yeah, that's right. But I, yeah, <laughs> on special days for you, I will make it with your brother in front of you. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, Michael. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of that. That's so funny. <laughs> that's, a, that's really for me, that joke. That's like so for me. Because that is the most the fun. Sometimes peculiar things happen in your life. You just see them, and you know, like no matter how many years I live, I'll never understand this moment. It's just so weird, and it's like, why did that happen? Why did my dad just kiss my brother on his lips at my wedding? That, that is a real head scratcher, man. Like I'm, I got other things to worry about today. I'm getting married, but now I'm thinking about this. Yeah, I mean, like at least Tom Brady's dad did after the winning the sixth Super Bowl, but what's he kissed excuse? him on the lips? Oh man, he just fucking made out. You with ever kiss your dad on the lips? Fuck no. That's weird. Why would I do that? Now I'll tell you, you your dad. You, does your dad live close to you? Like like, 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 physically, like, like, do you live in the same town? Yeah, we live in the same town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, you see him often. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, when you see your dad, and you... I don't make out with my dad. No, no, no. no. But when okay. you greet him, how do you <laughs> greet him? Just like, just uncomfortable nods, and uh, just move on and talk to my mom, who I'm more comfortable talking to. Right. You would you like shake his hand? Though, so, if it's like, like Christmas, like, you no, come... it has to be like Christmas. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what we celebrate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, like, I mean, I don't know. What yeah, Muslim Christmas. Tonight. Like, he really wants me to convert to a religion that he doesn't practice anymore. Like, I don't know. What he is. 
what the objective here tonight is. But I don't kiss my well, yeah. on the lips, and I'm not interested in any religions. I don't think that that's a Catholic <laughs> thing, though, kissing on the lips. So no, the I Italians mean, do kissing, it. Kissing your dad on the lips is like... That should be a sin, man. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I would firmly I don't think any man, uh, Paul, I mean, you, like, unless you really are into that. Like, but other than that, right. now, Paul, you have boys, right? Yeah. Would you kiss them on the lips? No, there's no kissing. Yeah, you kiss them on the cheek. Uh, they, they're they're too old for kisses anymore. I'm done. They're done kissing me. That's for sure. They punch me. <laughs> Oh yeah, no kisses, kisses, eh? More of an arm wrestle. That's a weird one. How about you, Steve? How long? How old were you when you stopped kissing your dad? Uh, I was uh, young. <laughs> well, the answer should be zero. I've never kissed my dad, but go ahead. Like, <laughs> no, you probably when you're a baby, when you kiss no, a baby. No, no, my dad just like rocked me really hard to go to sleep, and that's it. Like, there's there no kissing Shaking in my. I'll tell right you, now. if I had a Michael, if you had a baby boy, would you kiss your baby boy? As a baby. As a baby, yeah. Yeah. Where would you would. kiss him, though? That, on, on the cheek. Oh. Or on the forehead. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, see. belly. I thought you were motorboating him. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? That was so weird. Like, he might as well just did this as he's covering his baby titties and just fucking... You got, your baby's got <laughs> nice tits, man. Your baby... <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, can't I motorboat your baby boy? The first thing he asks is how much does a baby weigh? And he, if it's a double-digit number, he gets so excited. <laughs> what? Because he's going to have oh, big, big tits. Oh, big tits, yeah. yeah. But what? what's weird that his boy baby's got big boobs, eh? Hey, yeah, Michael? It's called baby fat. But you know when you zerbert a kid's belly? Hell yeah. Yeah. You can't not I do it because the kid's... Button. Babies are like soft and they smell good and they're Jesus like. Uh, they, <laughs> they do. They do, right? Steve, you have like a hundred of them. I had four babies. Yeah. Four yeah. babies and they all smelled nice. Well, not all the time. They do. Sometimes they're covered in poop, but sometimes they just smell like. Yeah, they smell yeah, like babies. Yeah, you never baby smell a baby smell. and you're like, oh man, that smells great. Smells yeah, like, I have. Yeah, I smells have. Smells like vagina. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> like a, like what if you're smelling a new baby maybe yeah he's only smelling in the delivery room that's it that's how he... Paul's just thinking of things that smell great and it smelled like blood no. it smelled like blood <laughs> oh, man that's that's an honest answer eh smell my baby got a new baby I smell it it smelled like blood I didn't like it at all holy <laughs> 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 Boy. That's not a... <laughs> I remember like being so into my kid being born that that's, I... Uh, that's a fresh baby. That I was like <laughs> really into the kid being born, right? Like uh, So I was like following my child, my first child, to the uh, weigh station, the weigher and stuff. <laughs> they're like uh, they're like cleaning out her nose and all that stuff. And uh, I'm really interested in the whole process. And I want to tell my wife what she's missing while she's doing whatever she's doing over there. And I just, uh, I glance over to tell her how much the baby weighs, and I just see like a bloodbath. Oh my God, a murder scene, you know? Forgot about, I didn't even notice any of that before. I was just concentrating on the baby's head and stuff. And I look back, and then she's delivering like a blood basketball, you know, like oh. the placenta. It just kind of flops out of her, and like, Hey, remember that, Paul? That big. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Don't the placenta is uh, something you forget every time because you're like, baby, baby, baby. You're thinking of the baby all the time. Just the baby comes out, you're super happy, and then uh, you're just like thinking it's done, but it's not done. The, that big... Well, you just don't look out. back. Huh? 
You just don't look behind you at that time. That thing's pretty big, man. It's, it's like a, looking. it's bigger than the baby. Yeah. But it's easier to pass because it's mushy. <laughs> <laughs> Plus there, you're all stretched at that time oh, too. So How you doing over there, Beef? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going white over here. <laughs> I thought you were going to pass out. Oh, Beaver hasn't okay, been through buddy. it. He's gonna... It's okay. Beaver, this is training for you, man. You been to the classes yet? No, I'm not, I'm, I don't plan on going to any. He just was. You're not going? I just was. I oh, think. man. I'll give you guys classes. Wow. Well, we should. Can we do it on air? Step one through ten. I got to wait for a left. pass out over there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hey, uh. Have you taken the marriage course in the Catholic Church? Yeah, no, I had to do that before I got married. It was like, oh, I was in Simcoe, yeah. Catholic Did they Church. tell you about putting your fingers in, in your wife's vagina yeah, no, and what was so stretching the mucus? Was is there's like a there was a um, like a priest in in training that was in the same class, and he was hand in the air every question asking. It was awkward. Oh, he wanted to learn so he could yeah. teach. But he was really trying to learn like in depth. You had to tell him it's by the bum. It's way down. It's almost, it was like, <laughs> it's like a kid learning sex ed for the first time, right? They didn't, exactly. He, he didn't know what he was It expecting. doesn't matter how long the zipper is. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, keep, going. keep going. Go right down to the bottom. That's where it is. <laughs> right at the bottom. <laughs> You're like, it can't be this far down. You, yep, it's there. Pee you know what's right pee. next door? Bum hole. Right next door. No, but you just, Real close. You just, uh, Share a wall. Treated yeah. me with a whole, with a whole new been. lesson here. What? You just me a whole new lesson of what's to come here shortly. Oh, yeah. It's awesome, though. But this is the weird part, Steve. This is the weird part. You'll see your wife's vagina. It'll look just like your normal vagina that you love and you spend all that time with. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, it'll just look a little different. You're just like, it's a little different. <laughs> and then uh, it's kind of like, it kind of looks like, like it's got a lump or whatever. Like it's, it's a little bit bigger. And then you're like, uh, then it'll kind of like, it'll part, just a little bit parts. And then out comes this like bubble thing with hair on it. Yep. And you're like, what, what in the that? fuck <laughs> is that? Bubble thing with hair on it. And you'll, I remember asking the nurse, like, what is that? And, and she goes, uh, that's your baby. That's your baby's head. And I'm like, no fucking way. My baby's head can't be a bubble. Like, it can't be a bubble. Yeah. Like, there's no way that's going to turn into a head. And, like, sure as shit, it turned into a head. It was, like, um, bubble, then, like, like coney, like a cone, and then just a fucking head, man. And then uh, there's ears and shit on it. And then, uh, and then the shoulders come, like, holy fuck. <laughs> and then by the time the shoulders are, are passed, then you're, like, uh, then it's, like, clear sailing. Like, then the thing just it's goes, <laughs> it's no big deal. It's a downspout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but those shoulders, you're like, just uh, you're gonna, and then some, and like things happen. Like there's a lot of things happen at once. You know, that's where the stuff goes down. There's some. There could be tearing. There could be like they Traumatic. might they Traumatic. might cut you. It's called an episiotomy. But what they do is they cut the bitch. You know, that's what it just be a derogatory. That's a derogatory term, but. That's a medical one. term too. I think they used it <laughs> in Simcoe Hospital there. I'm pretty sure they used it at the Norfolk General. Um, time to cut the bitch. It's what, <laughs> it's what the doctor that's how, that's said. how they pronounce it? Yeah, cut the bitch. He rolls his sleeves too. He's so yeah, you, excited. That was a lady. Oh, it was a lady? Yeah. All right. Cut the bitch. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's why I thought it was okay that she said it, because, like, hey, yeah. I wouldn't say it, but yeah. a girl's saying it. I just it. love how, like, you've had two kids and you've not used one medical term in this whole discussion. <laughs> what are you supposed to use? <laughs> I mean, like, you'd think for a guy that has two babies, you would have some experience in this. But you've been talking about it like, bleh, like everything. No, he said it exactly how it happens. That is and what it looks like, much though. like, a primal feeling like, that you would have. Like, the oh, yeah. exact video in my yeah, eyes he explained. I'm just, yeah, you know what my friend did? He had a baby. <clears throat> He shows me the video of his baby. He's like, you want to see the video of my baby being born? And Why? I'm like, uh, fuck, no. <laughs> Why would you have that in your pocket? That's weird. And he goes, no, 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 it's, it's, really, it's really good. It's like, it's uh, classy. Don't worry about it. It's like cla He said, it's, it's, it's appropriate. You know, you're not going to see anything you don't want to see. And so I'm watching this video. I'm just imagining that his wife is like just wiping her mouth like she's at a fancy restaurant every time the baby comes out a little bit more. She's like... Dabbing her pussy. No, that's not how. You've never, uh, you've never even seen it on a video of a baby being born. She's eh? like she's done with the appetizers and she's moving on to the main course. This is a, a baby being born. It's yeah. Different. No, I'm, I know that the baby's being born. I'm not doubting that part. I'm doubting the fact that your friend called it classy. No, this is. Wait till I tell you what the video happened All in the right, video. Go ahead. She, uh, she's sitting there in mm -hmm. a bed, right? All you can see is the side of her leg. Mm. The side of her leg, that's mm. it. And her knees up like this, mm. right? And then the lighting's dim, and there's like music playing in the background. I think it was Jack Johnson or something. Okay. Oh, that's great. And then uh, all of a sudden, from the side of her leg, mm. you can hear her husband in the corner, you know, just counting to 10 calmly with the music, you know. Are you sure one, you didn't show me like soft porn two, or something like that? Three, <laughs> four, five, like that. And then she's just going like this, right? And then uh, all of a sudden, you see in her leg, the baby's head comes, emerges past the leg, and then the baby comes out, and there's, it's, it's beautiful, you know? Mm. And I'm like, what in the fuck? That was not what happened to us at all. It was the Antichrist being born. It was bright. Like, when where we were, it was like the sun was shining. Like, the room couldn't have had more lights on. It was, it was a... Very clinical room. It was for performing surgery or something like that. It wasn't comfortable at all. There was uh, fucking a million people in there. It was crazy. There was blood everywhere and there was screaming. Right? It is not at all that. I wouldn't show a video of that to anyone. You know? And there's also, I'm not saying it happened with me or nothing like that, but there's also many times where women shit because when you push the baby out, you feel like you it feels like you got a shit so you push the same way you would push out a poop well if you have a poop in the chamber that poop's coming out and you and uh they're uh, really good about it, the nurses and stuff like that they see it all the time so they just sweep it away they get real discreet about it eh but you know when there's poop in the room. It's like when you're having sex and like the woman queefs and you just pretend it didn't happen. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, right. It's funny, right? You would just put your poker face on. No, don't laugh, you fucking animal. Like, you just move on with it. You just pretend it didn't happen. But it's funny, though. I laugh. Yeah, but like, that's after having four kids, you can laugh. But, like, I'm talking when you're in the first two years. You're going to go, like, ha-ha. Like, you're never going to fuck her again, for sure. Why? You did, the, you did that. You filled her with the air. 
<laughs> yeah, but like, I'm not like, look at my glorious work. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> that's exactly what I do. You should get married, man. It's way more fun. <laughs> no, you should do I'm that. Just gonna let this conversation simmer first, and then I'll think about it. No, get married. Because like, uh, I hope I have a classy uh, birth. <laughs> a pussy fart birth? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're the one talking about queefing and stuff, and then you're the one. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Birth. I started this conversation. Yeah, you're right. I apologize. Yeah. You said. I said. I was not the one that was talking. No, about I was talking about the beauty of, of uh, childbirth, which uh, Beaver has to look forward to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I, uh, and Beaver, you're gonna you're gonna see it, mm. and and no matter what how I describe it, when mm. you see it for your own. With your own two eyes, you're going to be like, uh, you said it, but I didn't really know what it was until (laughs) it looked like it fucking like a coconut cracked open, you know? Like it was like, what the hell, man? It was like all of a sudden it became, went from my vagina I know and love to this big kind of coconut, and then it just springs open, and then a bubble hair thing come out. The bubble hair thing's real. Fuck yeah, man. (laughs) I didn't relive this moment. And then when your baby comes out initially, you're gonna think, "Oh my God, my baby's super ugly." That is this. That's true, right? Is instinct. Well, they are ugly when they first come out. They're all like blue and they're yeah, like gross. If you're covered in blood, how look good would you be? Yeah. Looking, yeah, that's true. I look awesome. And if it's a boy, 100%, you take a picture of its balls. Yes. To all your buddies. That's true too. If you have a boy, you will take a picture of his his balls and Why send it to your friend. Why they look enormous? They're yeah. enormous. I got my buddy, my buddy sent me a picture of his boy. I can show you after the show. It's hilarious. I'm pretty sure I know which buddy it is too already. But guess what? When, uh, when, you're, when you have descent. a girl, um, inside the, this is some medical terms for you, AJ. In, uh, inside <laughs> the, overcompensating. Go ahead. Inside yeah. the Woomba, mm-hmm. you know the Woomba? Yeah, the Woomba. Yeah, I so do know what the Woomba, Woomba is. Yeah. Inside the Woomba, the baby sits in a sack. It's called amniotic fluid it's sitting in, right? Sits in there for about oh nine months or so. Woomba seems like a, an instrument that weird Al Yankovic would be playing. Yeah, he plays the Woomba. <laughs> he plays the Woomba. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so the baby sits in there, and you know what happens when it's sitting in a bag of fluid for nine months? What, what happens? Your body absorbs the water, you know? Mm-hmm. And it goes into your more delicate regions. It absorbs that water and becomes plump. Okay. You know? So the, so the baby's, when the baby's born, its eyes are kind of puffy. puffy. Its lips are puffy. It's uh, genitals uh, become yeah. puffy too. Puffy. Yeah. And that's why. I don't the, know why he hesitated to say. That's that. why a little a little boy's balls look enormous. Yeah, enormous, yeah. Uh, right. So you take a picture of it because like my boy's like a, he's got a giant <laughs> dick, right, or yeah, a giant exactly. at least a giant nutsack. But when you have a girl, your girl's vagina is huge. Mm. And you're like, you don't take pictures of that. You keep it quiet. Yeah, let it die. You're like, okay, we're not going to talk about that. Maybe uh, she'll grow into that thing. She's going to grow into it, yeah. You know, we're not going to talk about it. You know, like, uh, and then you realize it's normal. It's just water and and such and nature's way. (laughs) Then you move on, right? (laughs) Then you have another kid. Yeah. Yeah. Good Jesus, you know. But it's a a real eye-opener, Beef. And wait till we get in the poops. We got a whole bunch more learning in the next class to come. Next time you come back, Beeb, we'll get some more teaches. Te- uh, Lamont's teaching. Bring your wife. We will. T- we'll get you breathing. Yeah. I'll tell you how to hold her hand. We get. We get a nice, nice class going. Oh, that's great. Charters. Uh, if he was still on the show, he could show you that finger move where. It, but you don't need that anymore. You want kids, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, the Catholics teach you how not to have kids. Really? Yeah. Because they don't they say no birth control, but you can pull out and, and blow it on your face all you want. They say that in the thing, right? Yeah, in the Bible. In the Bible. <laughs> right in the Bible. <laughs> the Bible. The face is good to go. Yeah. Because then you're not going to, like, uh, waste any jizz. I think it's a still... It could find its way to the vagina still, you know? <laughs> if God wanted it to happen, it happened. that face just will find its way to the vagina. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if, God, if God is with it. Right? I, I That's feedback. We got feedback, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to, please send us some by going to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, whatever. Or give us an email at livefromthedutchhallgmail.com and uh, we will read your feedback live on air. And you could become listener of the week. And you know what? Uh, maybe you'll even win some tickets. I'm going to say Kevin Van Dungeon right now because you're listener of the week. We're going to throw in oh a little God, bit oh of a sweet prize for you, Kev. Two tickets to Mace Galoni on Whoa. March 23rd. Wow. March 23rd, the first of our spring stand-up series, Mace Galoni will be headlining a great lineup, actually hosted by yours truly that night, the first night here at Spiky Ball's basement in Dutch Hall. Yeah. We're going to be doing that show. It should be great. we got some, uh, some interest. We're really going to fill this room up, so uh, get your tickets now at spikyballstudios at gmail.com. We will uh, get, make sure to put some aside for you. But Kevin, two of them right now, are yours, buddy. Get a day together. You're coming. You're coming to town. I'll, I'll get it to you after the show. It's your week. It's your week, Kev. And uh, we did miss the cheese lady, but I'm gonna say, cheese lady, uh, we know we got your message, and uh, thank you very much for the support. We'll see you soon. We, Thanks, we're, I'm getting together a dating game together for you. Without further ado, let's introduce our guest formally. This guest has been hey. on the show many times before. But uh, most notably, I believe, was the very first show, uh, Revolution with A.J. Bate. I think that tells the most about him. And every show after that, I think Joe Batallo uh, ruined it. Yep, yep. Horribly ruined Sounds it. Sounds about right. right. Sure did. And uh, we will talk about that and more mm -hmm. with our guest tonight, Mr. A.J. Bate, hey, everyone. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He's Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, so I wanted to say to you, mm -hmm. um, you, we had uh, briefly touched on it at the, be at the beginning of the show. You had uh, immigrated to this country in what year? Uh, 2014. 2014. Yeah. And your parents were already over here? Yes, At they that were. point in time? Yeah, yeah. And, but, so you kind of came here because they, had chose, they chose here, right? Or did mm -hmm. you choose Canada? Mm -hmm. They chose. Yeah, they chose. Right. I don't get to choose. But you, when you came here... You knew you were excited at the opportunities, right? That were available to you. Of course, that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because what did you see as being an opportunity in Canada that you wouldn't have had in Libya? Uh, not get shot at. Uh, <laughs> but other than that, it was <laughs> free healthcare. It was good. Uh, no, I mean, just it's it's uh, it's, it's, I mean, like it's it's better than there. So. The opportunities were kind of endless, I guess. Oh, like you you just thought it was anything was was possible. Well, I was just back then I just wanted to like continue being an engineer and really like kind of advance that, but uh turns out that's <laughs> engineers here you know, like can't even find jobs. Really? Yeah, man, it's it's tough out there for an engineer. 
You know, they were saying, I, I, I watched this, uh, this Japanese guy, I think, he was talking about the future of education, and he said that, uh, he goes, most of the knowledge-based jobs are going to be done by machines. Yeah. I, and I, you don't need to, I'm you don't need to. I'm a believer that university really, nowadays, does not work. No, it doesn't. They're teaching no. the wrong things. I don't think you need to go to university. That's because they teach kids in school to be a vessel of knowledge. Well, you're not going to, you don't need a vessel of knowledge anymore. It's called a computer. That can ago, be a, that's 15, faster yeah, than a 15 years human. ago, definitely go to university, but nowadays, uh, YouTube teaches you pretty much everything. Knowledge has been more accessible than ever, so. Yeah. Yeah, but mainly college universities to teach you how to think, right? It's what you. But they don't anymore. That's well, know, it's just about putting, it's just about throwing you into the pond. Well, it's like is, throwing you in an irrigation pond and teach you to swim, you know, you have to. You, 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 on your own, man. Yeah, you, that's the thing about university. You teach a kid how to... It gives a kid a chance to kind of be, like, looked after and learn how to live on their yeah, own. In a way, before. it's just reality. Like, in, yeah, you face. Could, you could just... You could learn all you want in school. You got to find your own job no matter what. What engineering or... It don't matter what the fuck you're Well, back then, before. university yeah. used to prepare you for the real world. Because yeah, they, would, they would just kind of, like, break down everything you thought you knew about life. Yeah. But now it's more like cuddling, and they really like have a political agenda to them, and it's no longer. Well, that's not the school that pushes it. I don't think. I think it's just the it's the kids. No, it's Society. the professors. The professors, you think? Yeah, of course. I, I think really? it's a mixture because for me, high school was where I was Where's told. Where's the voice coming from? Drummer. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Um, high school for me was where I was kind of told that that's where you need to get ready, and that, this was before college. That was where they were kind of prepping me for, okay, you got to get ready for the real world, get a job, either, either get a job or go to college. And I was always told that there was going to be no hand-holding, no, no help, no care on my side as soon as I went into the college or university scene. Um, so, so I don't know if that's 100% accurate. Well, what I mean by cuddling is not that they hold your hand and tell you like but what they think is that the way the things that they teach you about the world is not what the world is is they they teach you that you need to think a certain way but then you go out it's like people that live in the city think that the rest of the country is the city yeah right, and right. that's right. not right. true yes it's yeah. like toronto is not all of canada no very true there's a lot of other places. But, yeah, and Canada's but, not all the world either. Yeah, yeah and so yeah. on and so forth. But yeah. the, the thing is that it's the, the, the people in the university, most of them are like, you know, not city people, but they're very like highly educated and very, you know, just they're not every person. Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say that they're the average. Who? The professors? No, that, that, that type of people that you were, you were describing just now. They're not the, what, he's saying they're not the majority. Yeah. They're the, they're, yeah. They're the I, I think that, uh, that university used to have a, a purpose and a role, and it doesn't anymore. It's lost its... Yeah, what uh, I mean is the university used to destroy everything you thought you knew about the world. And, well, they they used told, and they told you that the world is... It's, it's vast, and you're going to find people... You're going to run into people that are like going to be indifferent to what you think and you should learn how to communicate or just like not talk to them. But nowadays it's like this is how you should think and this is the only right way to think. 
And when you go out to the world, you're like, well, I thought the world was going to be this way. And I, but then you're shocked that it's not. Yeah. And then you're, then you're being challenged, but you're, you were never taught how to have your ideas challenged properly. There's a way to that. There's a shock factor to the students nowadays. They're like, they can't handle the fact that somebody can disagree with them. Yeah, yeah, that's a weird thing. I, I, we were raised that we were always wrong. And uh, so that was, we were just used to being called. We were also raised work first, think second, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. that's. Your job's but, but not that's, the thing. But that's, uh, that's, AJ, I think that's the problem in today's society is they're not starting to work till they're fucking 25, right? Whereas the older generations, you work first. Then you learn that college and university was Bible, and then you went from there. But the thing is that not everybody, sh you know, not everybody has to work at their 25. But there are people that you know want to work when they're 12 or whatever, and that's also fine. But the thing is not that accepted that, in today's society. Well, yeah, but the thing is that the people that are not accepting it are the people that are like upset mm -hmm. that okay, how dare you think that way, or like how dare you like live your life this certain way and. And, and like, but like I said, it's just because you. It's. It, I don't want to get political, but I. I like. It's. It's like. I, I like people like are shocked that like like Trump won. It's just because like, you know, the states is not New York and L.A. Right. There's the rest of the country that thinks country. differently than you, so it's not that shocking. You know, it's there are people, but that's what I'm saying. This university does not prepare you nowadays for that for that expectation. No, I, I agree. Because you see, like, if you go on YouTube, you see all these, like, fucking kids, like, that are, like, protesting for every single thing. It's like you're 20. You don't know anything about the world. Yeah, but that's right? what you do when you're 20, though. You, yeah, you, but, yeah. Those are the people have nothing to lose, too. They should be the ones that are pissed <clears throat> off. Like, the hippies were young. The Everybody that's the, before that, the beatniks, you know? And, then like, young people, they have nothing to lose. They have nothing to gain. Those but also, just, at the same time, your knowledge of the world is not... No. It's you're naive, you're idealistic, and you're not, yeah. uh, you don't have the perspective yet. But that's why you do those things. Once you get older, then you just, uh, you just realize it's all shit. Didn't you stay at home for a revolution? No. Like that's why you didn't come No, here? Pete. You're trying uh, to... Hey, hey, hey. That's Paul. Oh, sorry. No, Paul. No, you're fucking trying to make me sound like a hypocrite. No, I, I, I walk through blood and bones. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he was saying you stayed there, like you stayed in... No, the... I thought you said stayed at home, like a... Like... No, you, you stayed for in Libya. To, oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 like, I did, no, that's yeah. That's why you didn't come with your parents. Yeah, right? no, that I stayed there, and I was, like, very idealistic. You didn't get mad at him saying you came with your I, parents? I take it all back. Uh, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> I take yeah, it all you came with your parents. Ew. <laughs> I'm just being very defensive, uh, a lot of baby talk, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay uh, no 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 but you did stay there no i did stay there and i was naive back then but like uh, then, then you saw the real the real world and just thinking that yeah revolution is shit well like, would you do it again no fuck no i, I lost like a lot, a lot of young a lot, a lot of my friends die when they were 19 like yeah, yeah. it's that's that's why people are like here we're gonna start a revolution it's like you don't have no idea what it takes to start a revolution you idiot like yeah. you, it's not just having picket signs and going out there no it's to make not. change like you have to like you have to be okay with blood and uh yeah. i don't i nobody is like who wants to fucking have their friends die I, this is really getting dark you know like, what's weird know, though it's a it, funny it, show like, uh, <laughs> we, we we're like clearly like norfolk county 
people who are like accused of being sometimes, you know, not very worldly yeah. because of our narrow focus, maybe just being in the sticks, not yeah, seeing a not lot of things. Everybody has to be those. But me and you meet each other, right? Yeah. You're from the you from a totally different uh, part of the world, right? Mm. And me from this the like uh, the same n narrow perspective I described, and uh, there was absolutely no adjustment of getting to know one another. No, we were we understood. Uh, well, I mean, you, when I first started, when I first met you, you were learning a lot about Libya. Which was weird. <laughs> like every time I saw you, you'd tell me a factoid about Libya yeah. that I didn't even know about. It was like, Before AJ. Did you know that Gaddafi used to eat fucking egg easy? Something? I like to research. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of unnecessary research, but yeah. it's pretty much, I don't know. Like for me, I think I was kind of lucky because I lived in a Western countries for a lot of my t life, so the adjustment wasn't that hard for me. Oh. Yeah, for me, like. Where'd you go? Where well, did I lived in the UK for a long time. Before? Before I moved here. Like I, I, oh, you went, so name the order of countries. All right, so I was born in Libya, lived in the UK, then went back to Libya, then came to Canada. Okay. So I lived in the UK for a long time, man. So, yeah. so do you think if I had a person that never was outside of Libya come here, mm. you think that uh, where would be the disconnect between him and I? or her and I, or whatever, a, li a regular <laughs> Libyan that comes in here, mm. what do you think is going to be the biggest adjustment between the way I am and the way like a regular Libyan citizen would be? A lot of fornicating would be a They don't like effect. me talking like that? Well, no, they're just going to be shocked about it because they want to do it, and they're just so excited to do it. They, for the first two years, you won't be able to have a serious conversation with them because they just want to get out of the system first. They want to... They just want to fuck everything. They're very horny. Oh, yeah. Because it's uh, repressed in their yeah, country? Yeah, it is. So when they get to come somewhere else, they they like to just fuck a lot of stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, stuff, exactly. Yes. Girls as well? Uh, uh, girls are, or women are brought up to be more reserved, I guess. Right. And uh, most of the time, a woman that moves here most likely will, would be already married. Oh. Uh, before she'd ever leave. The country? Yeah. You just gotta go with a dude, <laughs> or a woman. <laughs> or a woman can take her. No, no, it's a dude. It's only a dude. Yeah. Yeah, but is that that's sucks, eh? That they the, no lesbians in Libya. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, and that that the that the <laughs> woman can't just like mean, leave just, on her own, like that she can't just leave. Yeah, I mean it definitely does suck for sure. Yeah, like if I if I have a girl, I don't care if she wants to leave or not. Like I would love for her to go and you know. How about this? You think if, uh, let, let's say that that's the rule, right? And then uh, let's say that they say uh, like a girl can't live where she wants unless she's married or whatever, right? Mm. Let's say that's a custom of your country. Mm. And then you come to Canada where it's not the custom of our country, but you want to maintain that custom. But we say, no, it's, it's well, horrible. Well, that's always like the identity crisis that a lot of them have, right? And that's where the, com where, that's where the argument comes of like, these people are trying to change our way of living is because... And I do agree with that a lot to an extent. It's, to me, it's like if you move to another country, then you've decided to move to another country, and you're going to have to make adjustments. Like yeah. You can't just come here with the way you were thinking back home because not that it's a wrong way of thinking, but it's just you chose to live in a different and then it's just region, not and then you have to adjust to it because 
there are certain things like for example like now nobody like there's very few families that can rely on one income right now right right that's just right. the way the economy is yeah. so back home it's not that it's not allowed for women to work i know a lot of women that work but it's not you know it's not a requirement or it's not something that women usually prepare themselves it's like the to 70s do. right <clears throat> yeah but like if like if when i like if i get married like you know whatever woman lady i've i marry i i would want her to she better work she, otherwise because you, you're you're a comic it sounds like very sexist <laughs> to me to even say that she gotta work i would just say that well, you, know, you how do you please them yeah right yeah, yeah you just gotta you gotta pick how the heck are we supposed to please you ladies yeah. feedback because if we tell you, yeah, bitches be shopping, you know. It's. Uh, they, uh, they I think them. that's not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I think that word. Uh, I started with a bitch earlier in the yeah. show, and what I about think. Clam is clam allowed? Huh? Can you say clam? Clam. For the vagina. Yeah. If you're talking about the vagina, yeah, you say clam. Yeah. Well. You can say clam. Of course you can. That's a nice term. Okay. A nice clam, a bearded clam, a little like. Uh, well, that's my question to you. Do you like a shaven or a bush? What? The clam. Uh, geez, I don't care. I'm not picky at all. No. 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 I'll go through anything. I've seen it in all forms. <laughs> I lived a lot of years, and uh, and I don't have a problem with any of them. Yeah, no, I'll that's get a it. Very political answer. No, I like Damn. it. If I see a girl like I you, like it, Harry. In porno, if I see like a. If I see like a great big old fashioned hairy one, yeah, I am just like, it's like a real throwback, and nah. it just brings me back to an old time, and I just am happy about it. You know? Yeah, so you like it? Just say that you like it hairy. Just say that. I do like it hairy, but I like it bald too. No, nah, I don't like it bald. If I saw a bald one, I would just be like, "That's very nice as well. I appreciate all the effort <laughs> going into that." Well, Pete, you went through a, a, all the generations of it, the heavy yeah. transition. Oh, well, dude, man, the beginning. The beginning when I was 16 and just starting out, it was rough, man. Mm. <laughs> you had to see things, man. You go, you yeah, the, the, the button was above the belly button. Wow. Like the, the, the waist of a woman was a lot higher back then. Oh, really? Yeah, and then oh, yeah. The, the pubic hair would be as high. Oof. Like uh, to the belly button at least, you know. So you would put your hand on a girl's pants when you're like 16 and you would touch the... You touch the hair right away, so you think like, "Oh, I got to be getting right close." Yeah, I got to be getting close. It's like you're a sailor and you're seeing land. Right, yeah. but then you keep going, you keep going. You're like, "Holy shit, I'm up to my elbow." Yeah. You round in the corner, and you're like, "Where the fuck is this?" You're just you know, an iceberg. And then you're like, "It's wow, white right by the bum, yeah. right by the bum, <laughs> right by the fucking bum." Man, the oh down. man. <laughs> Why did the hair start all the way up there? Yeah. <laughs> all these things crash your oh, mind. Just because I'm a hairy guy, so it'd be very hypocritical of me to, to not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what about armpits? Armpits? Hair. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's uh, here's the thing. If it's like, like Muslim women shave their armpits. If it's like a five o'clock. Do you shave your armpits? I mean, don't like not to like to the fucking root, but like I I clip them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I take care of myself. Saskin. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm answering. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, but a woman's armpits. Yeah, if, I, if, if it's like a five o'clock shadow, I'm okay with that because it's like in yeah. between. It's like you're like you, you know, know that she's a human being. Yeah, and she's gonna probably go gonna like shave like sometime soon. But if it's like uh, hey, I'm making a statement, it's like ah, uh, you know. So you have to inspect that. 
I don't like. I, don't like <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing a really attractive girl. This was like when I was a teenager. Yeah. We went to uh, my buddy's house. We were in, uh, we were swimming in the irrigation pond, and he had a cousin <laughs> down from Portugal. He had a cousin down. <laughs> Don't gloss over that. Let's That's a classic scenario. Yeah. Well, you don't go swimming in an irrigation pond? Uh, no, of, actually. A couple <laughs> snappers in there. I apologize yeah. if I'm not relating right now. Well, you never get a leech on your old uh, cock and balls? <laughs> no big deal. No big it happens. It'll get you. Anyways, uh, we, all have, uh, we all <clears throat> irrigate our crops around here, so you have a water, uh, a pond, yeah. and you just jump into it when it's hot in the summertime. Mm. So anyways, uh, we were uh, swimming in uh, this guy's pond, mm. And uh, his cousin's from Portugal. It's gorgeous, right? Mm. Everybody's just figuring out ways to make moves on her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's like on this tube, like a, mm. an inner tube from a tractor tire. And then uh, she just kind of loses her balance and throws her hands up in the air Everybody and just fucking big, bushy yeah. armpits. And we're all like, gross, we're out. Yep. <laughs> we're all like, we're going home. It's weird how that turns you off, eh? Yeah, it was totally shocking how much it was just like a... Dick squasher, you know? Really, really killed it for me. Boner killer. Hey, what about you, Steve? You, you're like a bit of a hippie. You Doesn't probably like it. Doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's not a preference of it. It's more like, yeah, I'll, I'll still do it. Well, it, my wife wants to keep her armpits long. Then what the fuck do I care? They're her armpits. I don't care. I'm not hanging out with them. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. I don't spend a lot of time in my wife's armpit. To be quite honest. Like if if like if I like if I graze my feet and feel like there's a prickling sensation, it doesn't bother me either. No. But what if it's like full on man leg hair, like long all the way? I mean, like it's that just... one doesn't bother me as much as armpits. Oh. To be honest with you, nope. I'll go with legs over armpits. All of it. Shaz is good with I'll everything. go. I'll go like the best. Like I have absolutely no problem with Bush. Yeah, I love Bush. And then I go. Uh, no, uh, yeah, and the president too. Yeah. And then I go. Uh, what's the next one? Legs. legs yeah. Then legs. I will tolerate legs. Then I will tolerate armpits. Right. <laughs> last. Oh, and then beard. Last beard, last full beard. Last. I saw a girl with a full beard. She called her Lady Beard. She was an Indian lady, but from England or whatever. And she had a full beard. It was like a hormone thing. And then um, you gotta look at legs. Like if if the if the leg is getting long, it's you know that okay they're getting behind in their day and they forgot. Whereas armpit, yeah, armpit is a preference. More, I would say no. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think legs is a preference too. If no, you don't want to, no, for a woman, like yeah, a woman, just like I don't want to go through the trouble of shaving my legs is a pain in my yeah, ass. You know that if the, if the legs are getting a little longer, then maybe they maybe they're having a long day. They didn't they missed it, but the armpit, you'd be more like, oh, that's a statement thing. They would yeah. prefer to not do it. This is the way I look at it, Steve. If I go <laughs> to if my wife says to me, uh, Pete, you're uh, your body hair is unsightly, mm -hmm. and uh, it grosses me out. It stinks. It's got a, it's got Cheetos in it or something, you know. Like she's like, I don't enjoy it. Get rid of it. I would just go to the bathroom and shave it all off. No problem. I don't give a fuck. What am I gonna do? It's not about me. It's about her, right? Whatever she sure. wants to bang, right? So uh, I would do all that for her. So therefore, I accept the, I expect the reverse, you know. Whatever my fancy whim is. 
If I decide I want it long, then make it long. If I want it short, then make it short, you know? But uh, it turns out that um, she's a woman of free will. She'll do whatever else she wants. There you so go. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it would be nice for her to do something, but... I just want to make a statement that I'm not like saying that I'm waiting for at, with a razor at the door and be like, you're not allowed in here. Unless, I just want to make that clear. Will you date a girl? Like a, I'm getting the vibe now. Everybody's just like, oh, I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind it either. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that if her... What about mustache? Mustache? Fucking, all right. I, I mean, I guess. Like, AJ, you could be getting... There's got to be a line. Here. Like, well, yeah. Like, I, like, I, I, I used to date a girl that had uh, like lower back hair. Oh. No, see, now who's progressive, huh? Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, fucking... Just yeah. proving your point. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, I was okay with it. That's why... She was hot, but like, she had back hair. Like a hairy man genetics. I really don't care about anything, really. You know, as long as you're... As long as... I think if the girl... As long as uh, she's somewhat presentable in public, you know... Like, where you can, like, you can, like... Somewhat presentable in public. Yeah, you can, like, spanks her up enough to make her look like a human or whatever. She's done rolling around in the mud. Then once you get her behind closed doors where it's just you and her and you're just yeah, enjoying just the, your time yeah. alone with yeah, the lady... Let the hair flow. I mean, I'm sure you'll enjoy your time with her. And that's what I'm saying, is you don't really care if she's not got a few imperfections yeah, when it's exactly. just you and her I've, in I've the never, dark, like, I've never, knocking like, boots, been you know? with a girl that's... You know, hasn't shaved. Like, oh, this is unacceptable. Like, I'm not. I've never done that. You're just happy to be there. Of course, yeah. I'm just saying there are certain. You know. To be honest with you, if a girl that's deep that, in your mind, you do have. I wish it was like this, but you wouldn't say it. No. That's why Steve's like, yeah. If she wants to wear a strap on, you know. I agree with that too. Yeah, over the. Yeah. Depends on the color of the girl. strap on, though. Yeah, I actually make my wife wear like uh, fake armpit hair. It's a nice, weird thing. Steve makes his wife wear strap-on balls. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? Just the balls. Just the balls. Too. Just to slap against his face. <laughs> so. Are they veiny, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering. I, we have given, I'm sorry, That's we are running late on this show, and I have to go to another country. Uh, but we have to, before we go, we have to, we have to uh, say we've given Dave every chance in the world and, uh, and we're still giving them a few seconds. We'll sign off. We're going to thank our guest, AJ Babe. I want to thank Tyler Shavsma from Silver Drop Media for helping us with our production. What up, Shaz? And I'd like Ooh. to thank our announcers, our, the greatest band in Canadian late night history, and our great guest, AJ Bate. And uh, if you guys would like to tell a friend about our show, we'd appreciate that. Spread the word. And you can provide us some feedback at live from the Dutch Hall at Gmail. Or that's live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff. And can I if tell you a like... joke before we end? Yeah. A quick one? Okay, so here's the joke, okay? So this guy walks into a bar, and he sees that the bartender has a monkey in a cage. Right. And then the guy comes to the bartender and is like, hey, what's the deal with the monkey? And the bartender is like, ah, don't worry about it. But the guy keeps asking for like five hours, like nonstop, and then the, finally the bartender is like, okay, here's the deal with the monkey. He takes the monkey out of the cage, and he hits it on his head with a bat, and then the monkey just fucking whacks him off, and then the monkey goes back in the cage. The bartender looks at the guy and goes, hey, so you want to try? And he goes, yeah, but don't hit me too hard. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, the guy wants to jerk off the bartender, you know? I get it. 
<laughs> Anyways, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. One thing to actually announce oh. is uh, March 16th, we're going to be holding a memorial to celebrate the life of Braden Dekuman. Um, it'll be held at the Norwich Legion. It'll start at 7.30, and uh, there's a Facebook event. Uh, it'll probably get shared by Spiky Ball Studios itself. Um, but, uh, yeah, just wanted to let everybody know. Thanks. Thanks, Kev. Until next week, we'll see you on T. See you next Thursday.